Welcome to the Donaghclody Parish Podcast. We're an Anglican Evangelical Church committed to glorifying God, preaching the gospel, and making disciples. Our current evening series is from First Kings. When Solomon had finished building the temple of the Lord and the royal palace, and had achieved all he had desired to do, the Lord appeared to him a second time as he had appeared to him at Gibeon. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word, because your word gives life. We pray, Lord Jesus, that as we look into your word this evening, you will open our eyes and our hearts to the truth of your word. For we ask this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. And good evening once again, and we're glad you can join us this evening as we look into the Word of God together. Are you living in a very beautiful, nice, and stunning building? Have you thought of the ways and means that your house was built and how to live in it? The Bible reading tonight helps us to see the ways and means of Solomon's great building project and how living rightly with God can lead to the fulfillment of God's promise to bless Solomon. Uh, this evening, can I encourage you to please open your Bible with me, if you have not closed it, to 1 Kings chapter 9 as we think about the sermon topic for tonight, Two Ways to Live. Say with me in verse 1. In verse 1, we are told that the temple of the Lord had been completed and Solomon had achieved all that he planned to do. As a businessman myself, in my previous day job, I know that after a business is completed, it is always good to take stock. Now, now that the temple is completed, let us take stock of how the temple was built as we consider my first point tonight, the ways and means of Solomon's building project the ways and means of Solomon's building project. See with me, in verse 10 to 14, the Bible says the temple was built with lumber and gold from Tyre. It was built with material of great value. How about the labor? The labor are from the remnant Canaanite people. Verse 15 to verse 24. You remember when the children of Israel were taking the land of Canaan, the Lord ordered that they should kill everyone in the land of Canaan. But not all of them were killed. Some people were left. And those people that were left were used as labor for building the Lord's temple, which shows that none of the Israelites were used as slaves. And lastly, 
How about the money that was used to build this temple? The Bible makes us to see or realize that we uh, the, the financing was from naval expeditions that brought back gold. Verse 25 to 28. It's great to see and read all these things being put in place. The account of how the job was done. It's great to see that it was recorded in our reading. Because it helps us to know the value of the building. There is a construction site going on beside the curatage where I live. And every day I look through the window to learn how building structures in Northern Ireland were built from the scratch. The cost analysis. As we read from verse 10 to 28 of First Kings chapter 9 shows that the temple built by Solomon is of great value and it was not cheaply built. But what does this mean for us tonight? We see that this temple described in our reading points beyond the Old Testament temple. It points to the church of God and we are the church of God, not this building or the structure where we meet. We are the temple of God and the cost of our salvation is not cheap. Just as Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19 to 20, Paul said, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you? Whom you have received from God, you are not your own. You are bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. We are bought at a price. We are saved by grace through faith. We are redeemed by the blood of Jesus. And this passage reminds us that the cost of our salvation is not cheap. It is not cheap, but Jesus paid it all. Now that we realize this truth, how should we live? The answer is found in our Bible reading for tonight. Let us flip back again uh, to verse 1 as I consider my second point, the second appearance. The Bible says again in verse 1, When Solomon had finished building the temple of the Lord and the royal palace and had achieved all he had desired to do, the Lord appeared to him a second time. The stock of Solomon's building had been taken and the second appearance is meant to teach Solomon how to live for the rest of his life during his reign as king. 
I believe God was good to give Solomon a special appearance at the first time, at the beginning of his reign in 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 5 to 9. And it was even better of God to grant a unique appearance to Solomon the second time. At this second visitation, as we can see in verse 3, it was good to know that God has appeared, I mean has answered the prayers of Solomon. Do you see that in verse 3? The Lord has answered the prayers of Solomon. The Lord has consecrated the temple by himself and the Lord promised that his eyes and art will always be in the temple, will always be there. This is comforting for Solomon. It is comforting for anyone to hear that the Lord has had his or her prayers. One thing that we want to hear this evening is this. The Lord said, I have had your prayers. The great prayer of Solomon in 1 Kings chapter 8, as we saw last week, meant nothing unless God had the prayer. For yourself and myself, after we have been saved, we need the second visitation of God. Something that ties up, ties up with the Pentecost experience. As we read in Acts of the Apostles. Sunday coming is Pentecost Sunday. We need to hear that refreshing voice once again. We need the visitation of the Lord again. The voice that gives us the assurance that the Lord has heard our prayers. The voice that tells us that the Lord's eyes and heart will always be with us. Even in our pain. Especially for those who grieve tonight. The second visitation reminds us that he will always be beside us to give us strength when we are weak. In verse 3, after Solomon had been visited by God and was told that the Lord has heard his prayer, we would expect that the king will want to take a rest from all his hard job and take time to deal with life after completing his great accomplishment. This happens to every one of us. Just like a man who goes to a bank with a check and he gets the money, he does not stand laughing about the counter. He goes off about his business. So we will think, now that Solomon has finished or completed his task, he want to go off and deal with other things. But soon, in verse 4, the Lord shows Solomon two ways to live. 
The Lord said, and I read, As for you, if you walk before me faithfully with integrity of heart and uprightness, as David your father did, and do all I command and observe my decrees and laws, I will establish your royal throne over Israel forever. As I promised David your father when I said, you shall never fail to have a successor on the throne of Israel. This is right way to live. This right way to live is not only a command for Solomon. It is what the Lord demands of us tonight. It demands that we walk in his ways, following his rules, and this brings more of his blessings to us. The Lord demands that we walk in his ways. We follow his rules. And when we do this, more of God's blessings will be given to us. In verse 6, the Lord gave us a warning, just as he did to Solomon. He said, but if you or your descendants turn away from me and do not observe the commands and decree I have given you and go off to serve other gods and worship them, then I will cut off Israel from the land I have given them and will reject this temple I have consecrated for my name. Israel then become a byword and an object of ridicule among all peoples. Remember, the Lord himself has consecrated the building. The Lord himself has chosen to bless us if we obey him and follow him. But the repercussion of turning away from God is the reverser of all his blessings and what he had promised to do in verse 3 to 5. And as we finish tonight, we have understood the way and means of God's salvation that is given or offered to us. We have been reminded of how God gives us a second visit to reassure us of his promise, his promises and blessings to us. We have also learned that the Lord has heard our prayers. We've been washed and made clean as his church, not the building. But we have been consecrated. We have been made clean for the Spirit of God to dwell in us. Yet, for us not to defile the temple of God and to continue to enjoy the Lord's numerous blessings, He has shown us two ways to live. He said, Walk before me in integrity of heart and uprightness. Don't turn away from me by disobeying my commands which I have given unto you. We have been shown 
two ways to live. Folks, we are called to love him with all our life and to serve him to the end. I pray that the Lord bless us and keep all this in our heart as we choose to follow him. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for paying the price. We thank you because we counted the cost of our salvation and we see that it is not cheap. We thank you because you visited us again to remind us of all your promises and blessings to us. But we pray that you will help us to walk with an upright heart. Help us to obey all your commands. Help us to follow you. And help us to put our trust in you and in you alone who is able to help us to live in the right way. For we ask this in Christ's name. Thank you for listening to this Donnacony Parish podcast. We're happy for this teaching to be shared for the advancement of gospel work and to help make disciples. For information about Donnacony Parish, please check out our website www.donnacony.co.uk or find us on social media.